Jamer and Tatu. Hello and welcome to Celtic Roots Radio, coming to you today from Belfast, Northern Ireland. Celtic, folk, folk rock, Appalachian, bluegrass, Scottish, Irish, Breton, Cajun. If it's Celtic or Roots music you like, you'll find it here on Celtic Roots Radio. are bloody cold. You can feel it in your fingers and the faces of the old. Still I can remember and only vaguely what I'm told of life around the corner and the maladies of old. The drunken midnight choir that letter talked about is birthed beneath my window and the songs are belting out. Contralto, I will shout We'll stagger till the morning with a whiskey and a stout Cause these are the days All the church is ringing We'll make the rounds and pack the crowd Leave the places singing Pass me down Pass me down Three pints down We'll start the fights and end the nights In old Vancouver town Chills. You'll hear it's clear to Granville and the Fraser Valley Hills. Down along the station, Chinatown, Japan. You'll hear a mighty chorus through the alley of Japan. Take me round. Take me round. Throw Vancouver town. The darling at the ballroom, the pedal at the crown. Take me round. Take me round. Throw Vancouver town. The railway, the rose, the bailiff and the pump. Daniel Post, a 15 married daughters, a medals in the war. To his head, saying, What do you need? What do you, what do you want? Take you got the lot. So, what do you need? So, what do you need? So, what do you need? about this we're back again with another celtic roots radio show hope you're all keeping well and ready for an hour help in the great new music we started the show off there with a nice lively wee song old vancouver town from a canadian band called the town pants from vancouver british columbia greg bathurst from eastern pennsylvania in the usa left a message on our celtic roots radio ning network raymond i found your podcast a couple of weeks ago and really enjoy it i've always enjoyed music from ireland and the british isles I'm presently researching my Irish paternal great-great-great-grandparents that came to the US as single individuals on different ships during the Great Potato Famine. I know Patrick came from County Cork from my father, 
but this has been a very elusive family to follow. Their last name was changed a couple of times. I had to hire an expert to find information on them. Money well spent. I found more information on the children than Patrick. They settled in Ulster County, New York, north of New York City. I'm skipping a wee bit here, which you can read on the feedback page of our website. Could you explain a little about the potato famine from an Irish perspective to us Americans? Okay, that's a great idea, Craig. I'm always looking for new topics for the show, so I'll have a wee think about that one. Thank you. And I never knew there was an Ulster County in New York State. Interesting. And as we're mentioning our Ning network, that would be the very place to discuss finding family connections as well as anything else Celtic or Roots music related. Check out CelticRootsRadio.ning.com Karen Armstrong from Byron Bay in New South Wales, Australia, Australia, contacted us via our Facebook group to say, I love Celtic Roots Radio. I have podcasts on my iPod and do my morning walks listening to them. I'm a teacher of Irish and Scottish dance at Byron Bay and also play barn with a folk band and tenor drum with a pipe band. Thank you. A dancer and a multi-instrumentalist. Well done, Karen. Great to know you're enjoying the show all the way down in New South Wales. Scurvy Jake left us yet another five-star review entitled Great Mix of Celtic Trad and Folk on iTunes USA. He says, I've loved Celtic music for many, many years and there aren't enough good podcasts like this. I enjoy the music very much and the narrative is fun to listen to, not just the accent either. Well, we kind of stumble in this format by accident, Scurvy, but it seems to strike a chord with listeners. And I also think somehow that we're probably riding on the back of things like river dance and the like. But we are now being listened to in 75 countries on every continent, including the Middle East, Asia, Russia and all over South America. And if you just can't howl out until the next show, tune in 24-7 to our Live 365 station. You'll find the link on the website. Keep emailing, Facebooking and when you're on your local iTunes store, don't forget to review the show for us. We're listening to Maidens 4 right now from Ohio, USA and Whistling Gypsy. Oh, 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 
called Jenna Tegg from Ontario, Canada, this small piece of heaven. Actually, half of our artists this week are from Canada. A lot of good musicians up there. One thing very particular to the way we talk in Ulster is our habit of understating things a lot. Everything tends to be played down. During all the years of the Troubles here, the often repeated phrase was, business as usual. Every time a bomb went off and smashed all the shop windows in the street, next thing you'd see after the all clear would be shop assistants sweeping up the broken glass. Fans arriving with plywood to cover the windows, and of course, the business as usual signs popping up all over the new plywood. I think the word for Ulster people would have been undaunted. I remember walking through some very quiet, empty streets in the city centre one night on my way to catch the train home from Belfast. I could hear a lot of sirens in the distance, so I knew something was up, but at that time that was fairly common, and the bomb or whatever might be a good few streets away. 
Suddenly an angry policeman appeared out of a shop doorway in front of me and said, You just walked past the so-and-so bomb. Well, it's a bit late tell me now, I replied, thinking to myself, Why was he hiding in the doorway instead of shouting a warning to me before I walked past it? The next street I crossed was being filled up with foam, which they used to dissipate the blast, and I heard the controlled explosion go off before my train arrived to take me home. That was probably the closest I'd been to a bomb, but there were many times when one went off a few hundred yards away. Most people got a bit blasé as long as it wasn't too close. But it's very much in the Ulster nature anyway to make light of anything serious or dramatic. If a child falls and hurts himself slightly, the father will be as likely to say, Dry your eyes, son, it'll harden you. And quite often the child will stop crying. It's not that we're hard or unfeeling. We just tend to play down our emotional reactions. Of course, all this bottling up of our emotions may come out in other ways. The amount of tranquilizers prescribed and consumed during the troubles was apparently something quite amazing. We're listening to a bunch of parrots from California, Raggle Taggle and The Quest. Thank God there's only 
Another there from Alberta, Canada, and a song called Only One You. When I was still single, I was working on my own one Saturday, using the circular saw to cut a slot and a piece of mahogany as a new surround for a special blade. I accidentally caught the back edge of the slot on the blade, and the saw pulled my finger through the blade, leaving a gaping wound with the remains of my fingernail hanging into it. Yeah, nasty, I know. There was no one else around, and I couldn't even find a band-aid to put on it, so, like Jack and Joe, I wrapped a piece of brown paper around the finger and got in my car to drive two miles to where my dad, who's an electrician, was working on wiring a friend's bungalow. When I got out of the car, I first asked him how he was getting on and he showed me what work he'd been doing. Then he asked me what brought me there and I told him I'd cut my finger, so he asked me to show him. You'll have to go to the hospital with that, was his response. Aye, I know, I replied. Maybe you'd run me in. He drove me the other two miles to the hospital, and by the time we got there and I'd given a few details, I was beginning to pass out with a shock. Another time, I called up to visit a young friend whom I'd just learned was dying from Hodgkin's disease, and he had to have oxygen regularly. Apparently, everyone who came to visit him got upset and embarrassed by just how ill he looked. They knew he didn't have long left to live and were at a complete loss as to what to say to him. Now his dad worked a wee bit at cars, so when I was shown up to his room and I spotted the oxygen cylinders beside the bed, he immediately caught my meaning when I asked him, Are you doing a wee bit of welding then? He responded with a laugh, and we got into a very animated, serious, but cheerful enough conversation for nearly half an hour, until his mum came up to see what on earth could be keeping me so long with him. She was surprised to see him happily chatting away with me. He died only a week or so later, but I was glad I'd had that conversation with him instead of putting on a long face like everybody else and wondering what on earth to say to someone who was dying. This is Papilio from Prince Edward Island, Canada, with a tune called Josephine's Dot Falls.
Rennie Quill of Quill Music from California, USA, and an Enya-like song called Strange Happenings and Miracles. We're going to finish now with a very beautiful version of the Leonard Cohen song, Bird on a Wire, from New York singer Jane Demacos. Take it easy now. Slant.
Well, that's all we have time for on this show. Remember, you can find out more information about the artists and songs played on the show on our website at CelticRootsRadio.com. And if you're an independent artist and you'd like to hear your music played on this show, again, you'll find details on our website. That's CelticRootsRadio.com. Tune in again next week to Celtic Roots Radio. I'm Raymond McCulloch, coming to you from Ireland. Slán agus banajia.